My name is Barb Diver. I'm an athlete from District 7 in the state of Ohio. What inspired you to be a part of this mission? I am a 32-year breast cancer survivor. I've lost both my parents to breast can to cancer, my mom to breast cancer, my dad to a soft soft tissue sarcoma. It's been always a reason of mine to give back because the American Cancer Society was the first way I ever met a breast cancer survivor. Up until the time I was diagnosed, I had never met anybody who had survived it. So they gave me that hope, and I started with them, and then when I found out how my story can make a difference in increasing funding and for research, which saved my life, I was all in with ACSCAN. And with your parents passing away with cancer, how does this fight help your own healing process? It gives me a reason to see why I survived and they didn't. I'm here to make sure that other families don't have to go through what I went through. And knowing that they are very proud of me and looking down from heaven on me saying, you go girl. So again, with helping others, uh, how do, what do you do to help your own mental health? My husband and I travel a lot, which is what helps us get away and take a break and get reminded of how lucky we are to be alive and to be able to travel. So that really makes a difference and gets me ready to come back and do this all over again. And how does it feel to be at an event like this where you meet people who are going through similar experiences? It's empowering because people look at me and I can say, hey, there is life after cancer and it can be a good life. And that gives them hope, which makes you feel kind of like a superhero because you're going around giving people hope. But that's what it mostly is. It's empowering. My name is Scott Baker. I'm an act leader from um, uh, District 21 in New York. What inspired you to be a part of this mission? I'm inspired because I've had, so I've been told I had cancer five times in my life. Uh, so uh, you can imagine the army of people that have come to my rescue all these years. So it's just really important for me to be able to help others. I mean, they put me in a position where I can do something, so I'm inspired to do something, whatever it is. Yeah, what were some of the challenges you faced during your cancer fight? Well, I mean, I've been very like blessed, like Kim was saying, uh, to I, I have good insurance, I had great people around me, I had advocates when I couldn't advocate for myself. Um, I had little boys, like my boys were like uh, an infant and two when I had my first bone marrow transplant. And that was, you know, that's tough having little kids and going through that. Uh, my seven-year-old, after my third cancer, my seven-year-old asked, asked me if I'm going to die. And that was, that was rough because what I was reading at the time was I had 12 to 18 months to live, uh, even with treatment because I had an extremely rare form of brain cancer. And that, that got to me, but that little boy inspired me. And uh, I typed in uh, PCNSL, primary central nervous system lymphoma, survivors, and I found survivors that gave me hope and it changed everything for me. How has helping others help your own healing process? So now giving hope to others, because I know the value of it. I mean, I, I was hopeless for about two days before I put my iPad down. and. When my little boy asked me that question, I said, well, I got I to gotta keep searching. So I did, 
and I found a group of survivors and they changed my life. So now I'm in a position to do that for someone else. And I understand the value of it. My name is Kimberly Alexander and I'm an act lead from District 7 in Alabama. What inspired you to be a part of this mission? Well, I'm a cancer survivor myself. I was diagnosed in 2015 with non-small cell lung cancer. And I've had four different bouts with the disease, but I am a survivor. Many in my family did not survive. I've lost four family members already, but two of us are survivors, my Aunt Gloria and myself. And I lost my mom in 2016, my stepdad in 2021. Back in 75, I lost an aunt, um, Rose Ellen, and I lost my Uncle Philip in 2011. What were some of the challenges you faced during your cancer fight? Well, just, I've been tremendously blessed, so I haven't had a whole lot of challenges. I've always responded well to treatment, and I feel like God has favored me, so I just thank God, and I just give him all the glory and the praise and the honor because I weathered chemotherapy, radiation, radiostatic um, treatment to my brain, uh, two different oral therapies, as well as immunotherapy. So I'm still doing immunotherapy now, every six weeks, and I'm still here. <laughs> so God is good. <laughs> God is good. So with helping others, how does that help your own healing process? Oh, I've been told so many times that your story encourages me. Your story gives me hope. Uh, I have so much support from my family, from my church members, just from everywhere, from the ACS CAN community. And I just know that what I do with ACS CAN is making a difference and we're seeing it every day. So along with helping others, what do you do for your own mental health? Well, I, I am an avid member of the Woodland Park Church of Christ and I rely heavily on my faith and I rely heavily on my brothers and sisters in Christ who always pray for me, who always encourage me, who always uplift me, as well as my biological family. I have so much support from my brothers and my sisters, and I'm just so grateful to have such a supportive network. My name is Katherine Gaynor, and I am an ACT lead for Maryland District 8. So what inspired you to be a part of this mission? Well, I am a cancer survivor. I got diagnosed when I was 29 in uh, December 2021. I found a lump in the shower and I went to the doctor that week and I went through treatment, chemo, radiation, um, surgery. Um, and I realized I wanted to volunteer more and I found an ACS camp. So. What were some of your challenges you faced during your cancer fight? Um, I got really sick. I had C. diff twice and then I had a severe rare and delayed allergic reaction to my chemotherapy. So I was in the hospital five times. <laughs> so it was a long fight, but I am cancer free and I'm proud to be. So, <laughs> How has helping others help your own healing process? I hope that my story can help. Uh, resonate with other people and that I can help others learn that it's okay and help them fight as well. So. Oh yes, hi, I'm Mary Catherine Johnson and I'm the ACT lead for CD25 out of Rochester, New York. What inspired you to join this mission? I am a breast cancer survivor um, back in 2012 and I started and uh, did my first strides walk in 2013 
And then in 2015, I was asked to uh, join ACSDAN and take over the ACT lead for Rochester. Can you tell me a little bit about your own cancer fight? I was actually diagnosed with cancer the very first time when I was 12 years old. I had a tumor taken out of my foot. And I, I was too young to really understand it. And so, and even today, it was just, I was just too young. And then again in 2012, I was uh, diagnosed with breast cancer. And uh, so that really was, for me, the, my first diagnosis really. And um, I'm on oral chemo for life. Um, I have a very high risk for reoccurrence. Uh, luckily, I didn't have to do chemo. Radiation was bad enough. I'll take it. How does helping others help your own healing process? Oh, wow. There's, yeah. Uh, so many people have been so supportive of me in the last 10 years that if I can support somebody else in their journey and hopefully, you know, make their life a little bit easier, that's definitely why, why I'm doing this. It's a, there's nothing that's closer to my heart than, um, other than my kids and my grandkids, than ACS can and ACS and the work and the advocacy work that we do here. And what is it like being with other people who have similar stories? Um, we all learn from one another. We're here to support one another. We're here to learn from one another. Um, everybody's got their own story, whether it's their personal story or they were a caregiver, or a friend, or a family member. There's absolutely no one I've ever met in my entire lifetime that has not been touched by cancer in some way. My name is Joyce Graves. I'm the uh, state ambassador for New Mexico. So what inspired you to join this mission? Uh, because I am a three-time cancer survivor and my husband uh, had chronic myeloid leukemia which when he was diagnosed they had just approved a drug called Gleevec um, that put him in remission in three months and basically he had no side effects. And when I first heard about that it was like I cannot believe there's such a drug that would make you or have you go through chemo and radiation and have basically no side effects. When my husband had been diagnosed and we went to the oncologist, he told us that this was the best time ever to have cancer. And I thought there's no best time to have cancer, but he was right because of the no side effects. And that happened in May of 2002. And then in August of that same year, I was diagnosed with my second breast cancer. And when I went to the oncologist, I thought, I'm gonna tell them what to do because I know what, we're, what they're gonna do. And he looked at me like I'd come from the dark ages. So in the nine years in between my diagnosis, research had been so great that it was so much better to have the second diagnosis than the first one. And um, actually my staff partner from Relay for Life at the time in 2000 said, there's this new organization you need to get involved in. And I said, okay, whatever. But as I got into ACS Cancer Action Network, I realized how valuable and how important it was to talk to our legislators and let them know our personal stories and what really made a difference. What is it like being here uh, talking to people with similar <laughs> stories? Uh, you, it, you always hear a story you've never heard before and you always get very emotional about it. And when you hear the stories of other people, it takes you back to your time when you were diagnosed and first you're glad you're beyond that but 
you, you empathize with them totally because you know what they're going through. And it's great to hear the research stories that people are alive today because of the specific drug that they are now taking that was not available even just a few years ago.